Gartner defines AIOps as a combination of big data and machine learning to automate IT operations processes, including event correlation, anomaly detection, and causality determination. How AIOps is transforming IT operations and management as organizations approach the next phase of their digital transformation journey is the subject of our podcast for future CIO today. So with us is Carlos Gomez Gallego, Chief Technology Officer for Asia Pacific and Japan at Aruba. Uh, Carlos, welcome to Podjets for Future CIO. Thanks, Alan. Uh, great to be here and joining you today. This Vanson-Born study, The State of Innovation, it said that 77% of those surveyed thought that their organizations spent too much time on keeping the lights on. Now, is this assessment true for many companies in Asia, for example? Uh, I think it is, and, and not just in Asia, but uh, around the world. You know, so those results are obviously, you know, there's a very, very large number that show uh, that they are spending too much money. And at Aruba, you know, we've done our own studies uh, from a global perspective, as well as including Singapore. And we find that that is absolutely the case. I call it sort of busy work as well in sometimes. And certainly companies are looking to, they're being asked to do more with less. And how do you deliver more? Well, it's by you know, taking away some of that busy work or the keep the lights on work from people and being able to automate that as much as possible so that those employees are really focusing on the things that are going to make their organization more innovative, more competitive, and ultimately serve their employees and, and their customers. Certainly, we are seeing customers looking at how they can leverage AI and ML, uh, in particular with regards to network operations, to really be able to reduce the amount of time that they have to spend on managing the network and, and keeping the lights on, and start actually getting the network to be an asset that they can leverage to deploy new innovations or, or new services that they're offering their, their customers. There's this old adage, if it ain't broke, why fix it? So given that our organization's businesses are heavily dependent on IT, IT running, keeping the lights on, why should leadership even bother upgrading IT operations with technologies like AI if everything's okay, running smoothly? Well, I think uh, because it's a highly competitive world that we live in, right? So, you know, whilst your network may not be broken and, and there's no need to fix it, you can be certain that your competitors aren't standing still and they're looking for competitive advantages and, and ways to actually leverage the network, not just so that it works, but so that it's enabling some of these new, you know, business cases and, and use cases. So I think, you know, standing still is not really an option if you are in a highly competitive market and remember as well that we're not only competing necessarily with local competition but we're competing with global enterprises uh, as well so i really think that as a strategy for a company standing still just doesn't really cut it anymore and we've got a lot of examples of disruptive companies that have come in and disrupted a existing business model or existing go-to-market because some of those other companies were complacent and didn't actually look to move forward so and look at the core of some of these trends is actually data and so there is so much data that it's getting generated even if you don't do anything but what's really critical i think for for companies to move forward and to progress is to say hey that data can actually be really useful and we can leverage that to actually enhance the services not only for our own employees and it teams but ultimately for for our customers or for the customer that that company is is targeted towards 
there are a lot of companies in Asia that are pretty much very traditional. I'm, I'm not talking about financial services uh, or even insurance. Uh, there's been a lot of digital-led disruption the last couple of years that have changed the mindset of a lot of the leadership at these enterprises. But if you think about logistics companies, transportation, they're, they're very traditional. If I ask you to look at the prevailing misconceptions around the use of AI in IT operations or as we are hinting towards to it, the automation of IT operations, can you cite one or two misconceptions that most senior leadership have with regards to introducing this type of technology into the existing environment, which, as I mentioned at the beginning, if it ain't broke, why do I need to fix it? Look, I think that the reality is is that there are more and more and more devices and more diverse devices that are trying to connect to the network than ever before. So sitting still and looking at the traditional way of connecting users and devices inside the four walls of your enterprises is just not practical anymore. So I think whether you are a more progressive company, let's say, or, or a more conservative one, at the end of the day, there is extreme competition to disrupt your industry. We've seen it in the car transportation industry. We've seen it in the hotel industry. We've seen it in the finance industry. We've seen it in the retail and, and fast food or restaurant hospitality industry. So I think disruption is coming. And if you are not prepared in terms of getting the most out of your network, the most efficiencies out of that technology so that your staff can focus on what's going to keep you as a leader, as an innovator, then I, I think to some extent the writing is on the wall. To answer as well around the misconceptions, I think one of the big misconceptions is that machine learning or AI ops or automation is essentially going to take the job of your employees or your IT department. And I think that's a huge misconception because really what this is here is to augment the IT department and to provide them more visibility and more insights into what they can do in order to make that network perform better for their users. What are the challenges that my organization will face as we try and implement or integrate AI into an existing IT operations? That's a great question. Ultimately, it comes back to the data. In order to have a very effective machine learning or AI-driven operation, you need to have access to good data that is clean data, that is curated data, and it typically has to be in the one place. So today, what we find is that a lot of enterprises have got a very siloed approach to their data storage, whether it be network telemetry data, whether it be security data, whether it be the corporate data and all of those. Microsoft Word documents and PowerPoints or whatever that might be, and it resides in different locations. And so it's quite difficult to actually do machine learning on distributed data sets. It's very similar to, to log data, for example, that sometimes lives in multiple different places. So I think the biggest challenge for companies is actually creating what they call a sort of a data lake that enables it to, you know, for inputs from various parts of your organization or the various applications and the hardware and software that are generating this data and having that in a sort of centralized place where you can actually run all of those models from an ML AI perspective to give you those insights, to give you that automation possibility and ultimately to leverage all of that data that you're generating. So you're talking about I need to introduce a data lake type of infrastructure in order to acquire the data or, or monitor, track, record all of this data. Doesn't that introduce additional complexity into what some organizations say is already a, a complex environment? 
there's no progress sometimes without a, a little bit of pain, a little bit of change. So yes, it potentially adds a little bit of complexity in the transition, but I think ultimately the end state leads to a much, much simpler and efficient way to run the, you know, the, the sort of from a technology perspective, whether it's AI ops related or the security related or other kinds of insights. So I think the pain is a little bit in the transition, but the end state that you get to is a much better place than where you start. No pain, no gain. I understand that part. <laughs> to what degree is the CIO, the, the data center operators or then managers, how familiar are they with AI as both not only a, a strategy for improving the management of the IT infrastructure, so not only from the brochure word that they get to read, but also actually deploying the solution into their environment? Yeah, look, I think it's, you know, it's different across organizations and, and across geographies. And, and certainly there is a learning curve from the technical support engineer right up to the CIO. So I, I do agree that there are some challenges in really understanding what AI ops is and big data and, and sorts of buzzwords that, that we all talk about. But I also think that there's never been more access to education and training on the topic, whether it be from some of the vendors that are actually delivering solutions such as Aruba, or just third-party organizations, uh, online universities, industry groups. So I think the tools are there to educate yourself or your teams on the benefits and, and how to really set your organization up to leverage some of this. But I also do think it's important to recognize that there is a lot of hype and a lot of buzz out there that is maybe more marketing than it is substance. Um, so I would say, as with everything technology related, you need to make sure that your staff are trained and up to date on the latest and greatest, right? If we don't provide an opportunity for our staff to actually get trained and get up to speed on some of these new technologies, it's unfair, I think, to ask them to suddenly be an expert and dictate what our corporate AI strategy should be. The reality is people who don't really understand the technology will expect the CIO and the everybody in the IT department to know everything almost instantly, which is uh, unfair of uh, the people that get involved at the end of the day who need to implement this. I can understand it. But back to our story here. In the case of adoption, okay, so we've gone through the debate. We understand what we're going to do. We're going to deploy AI in our IT operations from your experience dealing with customers. What has worked and what hasn't so far? And any key learnings that you could share both at the C-suite level as well as in the actual IT operations? Side. So look, I think one of the most important things with this kind of technology is to be able to actually see it and touch it and experience it. One of the things that is very, very useful that we've seen with customers is the ability to do a small scale proof of concept working with their partners or, or directly with the manufacturer to actually showcase some of the capabilities and the enhancements and the improvements that this can provide. So I think it's, you know, it's very, very useful. We can all sit on, you know, Zoom or Teams calls, talking PowerPoint slides all day long. But I think until you actually sort of see it in action in your environment, it's perhaps a little difficult to get familiar or to, to really see the benefits. And I think rather than going through a very long six month, very detailed RFP process, you can get ahead of some of that stuff by saying, hey, you know what, we're going to do a small scale trial in one of our offices or in one of our floors to actually test some of these things out. But I do think there's no substitute for actually seeing and touching the technology itself. So I think that's a very important component. And then also we find that customers 
talk to each other. <laughs> you know, we tend to think of customers that compete with each other. But in my experience, customers in a certain industry vertical do talk to each other and, and they say, hey, what do you think about Vendor X or Vendor Y or about this, you know, this new technology? I encourage customers to reach out to their community, find out what others are doing, what their experience has been like, uh, potentially even collaborate on certain projects. So yeah, that would be my, my two recommendations. Ask some of your peers what they're doing. And two, don't be afraid to do a small scale proof of concept versus waiting for a big bang kind of project or, or, or RFP. Let me ask you a bit about that proof of concept. So so you're coming into a client and you say, let's do a proof of concept. And they say, okay, fine. Uh, I'd love to do a proof of concept. In a typical IT operations, where do you normally do that proof of concept that would deliver the message, that would help them to really feel, as you say, the, uh, the value that the solution offers? Certainly, we tend to do those pilots with the network team, although obviously the CIO or the, the executive, you know, has to, you know, sign off of it to, to some extent, given it, you know, it does take some collaboration, some time and resources. But we, we certainly do that with the, the networking team in the, in the case of Aruba. Now, I guess there are two kinds of ways to proof of concept this, right? So, for example, we have some of our existing Aruba customers that are maybe still using some of our older technology that is on prem that doesn't have ai ops capabilities and so for those customers we say hey let's take one of your floors or one of your buildings and let's hook it up to our cloud-based ai ops management system so that we can showcase how that works and so that's that for an existing kind of a customer for a brand new customer it's showing them well let, let me deploy a couple of access points and a, and a couple of switches maybe at one of your locations and show you how we can improve the user experience with the challenges that you may be having today with your existing network. But uh, look, ultimately, that those proof of concepts we do with the networking team and usually with a little bit of collaboration with the security departments, given that security is, is something that is always a consideration when talking about doing things on the network. What's your advice to CIOs and heads of IT operations when evaluating an AI type of solution as part of IT operations? Yeah, great question. So I think certainly be well informed about what the options are so that you can, you know, have a intelligent conversation with your uh, providers, with your suppliers, with your manufacturers. It's also important to, as we discussed a little bit earlier, in order to do this, you're going to have to give your existing team a little bit of breathing space to actually be able to run this proof of concept and to be able to look at how things could be better. I think it's very easy to say if it ain't broke, don't fix it, or nobody got fired for buying vendor X. But I think it's much braver and much more important for the future of any organization to never rest, to never think that what you're doing is good enough, and to keep an eye out on what the latest advances in technology are. Now, that doesn't mean that every time there's a new startup company that does a press release you should rush out and go and you know test their technology and, and and what they're doing but we see that customers are looking more and more at their strategic technology vendors to be a partner and not a vendor and to, and to help guide them on their timelines you know within their budget constraints and the like so the biggest advice i could give is reach out to your manufacturers and or your reseller partners and talk to them about how we can 
evolve and innovate on the existing network, always keeping in mind what the goals of your business are, not what the goals of my business are as, as a Ruber or, or whoever your vendor may be, but, um, but really making sure that you're clear on what your objectives are and getting your partner and the manufacturer to work towards outcomes uh, around those, you know, those objectives. The other question I have for you is, there are lots of vendors out there in the market offering some sort of solution around AI or introducing AI into IT operations. What would be the top three, and I'm asking only three questions that the CIO or the head of IT infrastructure or IT operations, sorry, what three questions should they ask the vendor that's coming into their door and say, I've got the latest and greatest solution for you. So I don't necessarily, may not necessarily know what the technology is all about. I've read the brochures as a CIO or head of IT operations, what should I ask the guy who's the sales guy who's coming into my door and telling me he has the next best thing to ice cream or something? (laughs) So number one, uh, I would say, are you using this at your company? Tell me about how your IT organization is leveraging this technology to improve their experience. Number two, I would say, give me a demo. Show this to me, you know, in a real world environment, not a demo of, of just the, you know, the interface with a couple of dummy accounts or whatever, but show this to me actually, you know, with some live real data. And then thirdly is give me a plan of how you're going to help me get from where I am today to where I want to go and not a plan that is throw out everything that you have and just deploy my equipment but talk to me about you know how we can leverage the existing infrastructure uh, and the existing people and resources that we have to phase into that end state okay i'm going to give you one last bonus question this is the toughest question i'll ever ask of anybody in 30 seconds what will aruba do for me if i want to have ai in my it operations aruba's motto is customer first customer last And we have nearly 20 years now of working with customers and gathering their data and their feedback and their information. What we've done with Aruba ESP and Aruba AI Ops is taken that 20 years of learnings and modeled it into a cloud-native, cloud-first solution that allows you to leverage that not only from what we've learned in the past, but from what we continue to learn from all of our global customers moving forward. Carlos, thank you for joining me on Podchats for Future CIO. My pleasure, Alan. That was Carlos Gomez Gallego, Chief Technology Officer Asia-Pacific and Japan at Aruba, on the topic of how AI ops is transforming IT operations and management. You are listening into Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover in this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We also invite you to sign up for our weekly free newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.